welcome to Vitally You, a podcast created to introduce you to the tools that will be your roadmap for feeling younger while growing older. I'm your host, Dana Frost, a wellness expert, life coach, and energy medicine practitioner. Here's what you can expect. Conversations about vitality from the inside out with guest experts in the field of health, culture, and spirituality and solo episodes along the way from me where I do deep dives into the topics of aging, heart intelligence, energy medicine, and your innate capacity to heal. If you want to feel younger while growing older, this is the place for you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Vitally You podcast. This is Dana. I'm your host, and I am so excited to have a very dear friend, Isabel Drawn, with me this afternoon. Isabel, number one, she's an amazing human being. She lives her talk and walks the walk, and she shows up every day, I think at 5 a.m. for herself to work out and train her body and mind. And I just always admire seeing her on Instagram. Really, her purpose is to empower women to come home to themselves. How powerful is that? Come home to yourself connect to their hearts, unearth deeply held beliefs, find their voice, and connect to their intuition. Now, Isabel is a life transformational coach. She's a spiritual mentor. She is a podcast host herself, and she's an entrepreneur with over 20 years of experience. She's a mother. She's a wife. She's an entrepreneur. She's the founder of the Loud Whisperer Reignite Your Voice and co-founder of Viz. X Design Studios. She specializes in helping entrepreneurs and purpose-driven women who have lost connection with the core of who they are despite their success. So aren't we so blessed to have Isabel with us today? Thank you, Isabel, and welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Dana. It's such a pleasure, and I'm honored, truly honored to be on your show. I know I've known you for a couple of years, and this is It feels good. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited. You're so welcome. Well, Isabel, I would love our listeners to get to know you a little bit. Mm -hmm. Maybe give us a little bit of your background. You have a really interesting history, and I think that really illuminates the work that you do that's so powerful. Well, thank you. Yes. I am originally from Tanzania and Zambia, which is east and southern part of Africa, I was blessed to be able to travel and live in so many different places. And um, I came to the U.S. at the age of 17. I came here for college, of course. And then right in my freshman year, as I started in school, I found myself in a situation, not the best of situations, and I got pregnant. So at the age of 19, I was over 8,000 miles away from home, about to become a mother who needed her own mother. And it was like, whoa. But lucky enough, with the grace of God, you know, it clicked in, right? From 19, I'm away from home. That survival instinct kicked in. And I started to really reflect as I was turning, I was at the age of, at the verge of turning 40. And this is all going to come together is, so at the age of 19, I come to the US, I, I find myself in this situation and I'm having a child, I'm away from home. So naturally, without me even realizing a survival instinct kicked in, 
And as I continued to live, because the relationship that I was in was very abusive, so I had to get out of that relationship. And I met my husband after that, had kids. We started a business. I started living, 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 just like, you know, most of the women. We're on autopilot. We keep going. But I'll tell you, what really changed for me was I was at the on the verge of turning 40. And I remember like it was yesterday, like just like the women that are served from the outside looking in, everything looked great. I'm an entrepreneur. I have a family, love my family, and everything seems to be going well. But I would find myself coming home and at three o'clock in the morning, it became like a constant thing. I'm just gazing in the ceiling. You know, I feel some, I feel an emptiness inside of me. I feel like something is missing. My soul was so empty. And I really started asking myself those questions. What I know is that night is when I told myself, I don't want to feel like this anymore. I was feeling lost, depressed, depleted, disempowered. But when you see me on the outside, you're like, she's the it girl. But the mm-hmm. truth of my truth is I was not doing well inside, you know, and that's when I really started on this journey. I said, I need to do something about this. So I started reflecting and I was reflecting on my whole life. And that's when it dawned on me. I grew up amongst very resilient women. I mean, these women are courageous. They have willpower. But what I didn't realize was these women would stand tall amongst most, but they didn't have a voice for themselves. They never took care of themselves. So all they did was survive. And that is why, you know, when they say that kids don't do what you teach them, they do what they see. That's why mm-hmm. when I was 19 years old in the U.S. by myself, that natural instinct kicked in of survival. So I kept on surviving and surviving through my life until when I was about to turn 40s when my soul couldn't take it anymore. And that's when I had to figure out, I had to make a change. I had to transform my life to really dig deep and see what is really happening. Because essentially what I had done was I'd evicted myself out of my own life story, right? So I was getting value from all the roles that I played, being a mother, being a wife, being a friend, being a sister. And quite frankly, I didn't even know who I was. I was just playing the role of what everybody else told me that I was. And that's why my soul was so empty. And I said, no, I have to find my voice. I want to be the author of my own life story. And that's a little bit about me. (laughs) I love that. And, you know, something really strikes me that we can all relate to. I found myself in a situation. Yeah. Your situation was pregnancy. Some situations, a health crisis. Mm -hmm. Another situation is a divorce. Yes. Another situation, abuse, loss, accident. We find ourselves in a situation. And what most women do is what you did. We survive. Mm Mm-hmm. And we kick it into gear. Mm -hmm. And so the nervous system actually gets set in that fight and flight. And you described it beautifully. You just took off and led your life. Mm -hmm. And then at some point in time for all of us, that soul, it comes knocking on the heart's door. Yes, it does. It does. And that's what happened to you in the middle of the night. It's like, (laughs) hey, I'm here. Where are you? Yeah, where are you? Because I think a lot of women will relate to this. I just became so exhausted of feeling alone. 
I was exhausted of my life and my soul just chipping away every day as I pretend to be somebody that I'm not because that's who society said that I was, you know, that I am to be. And it was not a fun time. And I think as women, we live this life according to society's expectations of who we should be. And I always mm-hmm. tell the women that I serve, even my clients, what I came to realize is that society has created all these expectations for women, but these expectations leave us broken because they're not attainable. And the most mm-hmm. important thing is why I talk about the three pillars, your mind, your body, and your spirit, is that you have to tap into yourself because we have a God-given strength as women. We bring life into this world, whether you have, whether you birth the child or not, We naturally nurture people, right? So then that was the aha moment for me. I said, that's what I need to tap in. I need to tap into that strength, that intuition, because as long as I was living my life based on society's expectations, which they measure a man's strength by how much weight he can carry, but a woman's strength is measured by how much pain she can endure. And I said, no, that's not right. So I don't even, I no longer even subscribe to the strong woman. Cape. I don't want it because I lived it. It left me broken. It left me hurt. I never asked for help because everybody, quote unquote, called me the strong woman. Mm -hmm. I really love that, Isabel. And what if one of our listeners is out there and they find themselves in this moment in a situation, what would you say to them? Be still. Be still. Yes. It is what I have told all my clients forever. Mm -hmm. Be still. Yeah. You have to be still. And a lot of my clients, like I said, you know, I work with purpose-driven women. So they're very driven and they do very well. So when they come to me and they say, what's the first thing? I say, be still. They look at me because they're like, well, that's it. You know, everybody's expecting for this grandiose thing. It is hard to be still, but you have to be still. So you can listen to your voice, that intuition, that voice that we call a gut feeling, that is our voice. The only problem is we've been hearing everybody else's voice for so many years that our own voice has become foreign. So it's time to just just be still. Even if it's five minutes, stay still. You can hear you. Let your thoughts go through. But most importantly, I want you to hear you feel your breath and feel your heartbeat so you can connect to yourself. I love that. I think that's essential. And it's so important. We have so many messages coming to us today. And we've been training our nervous system and our habits to pick up our phone, to pick up our device. It's just, it's becoming automatic. This is what we do. And we're looking outside of ourselves for what we should be doing instead of getting quiet and listening listening to, I say, it's a still small voice and it's ready. It's just like right there, ready to come forward. Mm -hmm. But actually it demands that we get quiet. You have to get quiet. There's so much strength in stillness, right? Mm -hmm. So even when I'm overwhelmed, I sit still. On a regular day, I have days, I'm a life coach. I'm human just like everybody else. I have days where I just can't, I can't do it today. But I know enough that in order for me to move forward, I have to be still. I have to allow myself to just decompress, 
that can listen to my voice because I believe we're guided every day. And if you stay still enough, you will be guided every day. You will hear that silent, still voice inside of you, which is your intuition. Once you connect to that, you start gaining the power to now show up for yourself. Because like, as you were mentioning, Dana, the problem is we don't have a concept of self. We have a other's concept. We've lived a life where all these years we live our life based on other people's opinions and expectations mm -hmm. of who we are. So we ultimately, as you mentioned, we're living outside of ourselves. I call it evicting yourself from your own life and your own truth. Stillness gives you truth. Whether you like what it looks like or not, it will give you that truth, which will give you the awareness to start making a change for yourself. Yeah. And you know, Isabel, something I have wanted to talk to someone about, and I feel like this is a mm -hmm. great opportunity is, you know, working with women since 2006 mm -hmm. and this idea that we aren't our roles and we are so much more than the roles that we do. And, and if I just think about you, your example, what you've shared is, externally, if someone would look at you and say, okay, this was Isabel before, you know, at 39 and Isabel now, externally, they wouldn't see anything differently, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. you're still married to your husband. You still have your entrepreneurial role. You're a life coach. You're still the mom. Mm -hmm. And so the shifts happen. Share with our listeners where those shifts happen. Because sometimes it's not what other people can see Women are afraid, I think, that, oh, this means I need to make all of these changes. And sometimes, yes, changes are going to happen. Sometimes we mm -hmm. have to make drastic changes in the roles that we play. But speak into your situation where the roles didn't change, but there was deep interchange. Right. So as you mentioned, the same thing. I'm still an entrepreneur, you know, running two businesses. I'm a life coach. I'm a co-founder, too a mother, a wife, and all that good stuff, sister, whatever. Those roles never changed, right? And I'm grateful for them. I'm truly grateful for them. I had to change. I had to start treating myself differently. I had to do the internal work. You can never do this work externally. And most people don't even realize change, change happens internally. So the hard stuff, everything, it happens internally. It will never show on the outside. You don't go out there and make a change on the outside. I actually did a video about that this morning. I was talking about change. And the thing about us women is that it's either we're refusing to accept that we need to make a change, we're afraid to make a change, or there's some things that we're afraid to confront. Ooh. That's why we don't make the change. Yeah. Can you say those again for our listeners? I feel like those need to be repeated. <laughs> I definitely will. We're afraid to make a change, mm -hmm. right? As women, very afraid to make a change. For whatever reason, making a change is a huge thing for us. I'm afraid to make a change. I like raise my hand. Yeah. Yeah. I'm afraid to make a change sometimes too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then, so we're afraid to make a change. But what we fail to realize is you can never change what you tolerate. You can never change what you accept and you will never change what you don't confront. And in order to make any form of change in your life, and it's little, it's little changes. I'm not saying you do a drastic change. The change is as little 
as walking into your bathroom and looking at yourself in the mirror for the fir- literally looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, this is who I am. Those little changes or saying no, using that as a full sentence. That's a healthy boundary. Those are changes because you have to teach people how to treat you. And the healthiest relationship you can have in this world is a relationship with yourself. You got to know who you are to the core of your being. You have to believe in something bigger than yourself. Mm -hmm. So you can connect to your intuition, which is your voice. In turn, that gives you the power to go out there and rewrite your story. For me, shame was my middle initial. And that's why I hid and I survived for all those years. I could never speak my truth because I've been abused. I've gone through all these different things. I was a a single mom. I had a child at a very young age. So my name was not only Isabel drawn. My name was Isabel. I'm ashamed of who I am drawn. I had Mm. to get rid of that shame, but it started with the internal work. Mm -hmm. I had to look at myself and say, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. So I need to start peeling each layer. It's like an onion. You're, and you know, when you cook, because you like to cook, Dana, so <laughs> each time you peel a layer of an onion, what happens? Your eyes start tearing a little bit, right? It's the same thing with life. As you peel every layer, it's going to be rough. Yes. But the whole point is for you to get back to that core, mm-hmm. to the core of who you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just and letting that kind of settle in. I think that this is such um, an important message for all of us. And even I find for men also that men have had the same projections Mm -hmm. placed upon them about who they should be from Mm -hmm. culture, from family, from job. And so I think that this is a message that's for men and women, although we are speaking yeah. into the woman's <laughs> voice. I think that we have some men out there who really could relate. And when we get quiet, do you suggest that people journal? What do you suggest that people do when they get quiet? It's a listening. So I have the visual, the ears are open, the heart is open. And mm-hmm. I actually invite people just to talk to your heart and yeah. ask the heart to yeah. speak back. What are some of the things you suggest your clients do? If this is a journey that you're embarking on right now and you say, okay, today I listened to this podcast, Dana's podcast, and you know, this is the journey that I'm going on. I'm going to give it a try. The first thing I want to tell you is be gentle with yourself because it's a lot of unpacking right? A lot of unpacking from things that you have been conditioned to think and feel about yourself. So I always tell my clients, it's all about stillness. You can journal later, but the first thing I want you to breathe. People don't understand how powerful is it to just sit and take deep breaths. Find some time for stillness and breathe. Most of us on autopilot, We don't even realize that we're stopping ourselves from breathing. We don't even breathe the right way, Mm -hmm. (laughs) let alone live the right way. So I always just sit down and breathe. Take a couple deep breaths in and out. It changes your body. It changes what you feel in your mind. You know, it's like I tell women, and this is for everybody. Some of the illnesses that we experience, our body notifies us. Mm -hmm. The emotions that we're feeling. 
they go through our body. So for me, instance, when I'm stressed, my upper body around my neck is very tense. Start paying attention to different parts of your body according to how you're feeling. So even when you're in your stillness, if you are angry, pay attention to what you're feeling, where it's coming from, what part of your body is really feeling that tension. And that's how you start identifying with yourself, your intuition, your voice, or just even getting to know yourself. Because as I mentioned, some of us are not even breathing the right way because mm-hmm. we're constantly going. We're on autopilot. We're about creating and producing. And, you know, we get our validation from everything external, mm-hmm. but not what's inside of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once we move into fight and flight, the breathing mm-hmm. pattern and nervous system shifts. Yep. There are things that we could just be doing naturally that would move it back to slowing down or parasympathetic mm-hmm. mode. But it's rare the person where that will happen. Normally yeah. we get, we, you know, we're in fight and flight and we stay in that breathing pattern and the breath can be retrained mm-hmm. to go back so that we're not in fight and flight. I love that you take us back to the breath because if we look at the breath in every ancient language, just the word, it means spirit. And so I like, I have this yes. visual that when we connect to our breath, we are literally connecting to our spirit. We're connecting to our soul. I am so glad you say that. Yes, because it is connected. Mm-hmm. It is your spirit and it's your soul. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And that's how I view my breath. It's kind of, it's, that's my soul. It's how the body moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even when I'm having a stressful day, three deep breaths three deep breaths allows my mind to clear, right? Because everything is connected by spirit. We're mind, body, spirit. Our bodies eventually, they'll just die out. That's our bodies, right? Our mind, when you're gone, you're gone. But if there's one thing that stays constant is your soul. Mm -hmm. And that is why it's important to come back home to your heart, to yourself. Build that bridge back and figure it out how you can come back and tap into who you truly are, the truth of yourself. Yeah, and I want to bring the listeners back to a solo podcast episode I did. I think the title is The Body Something. I'll put it in the show notes. But Mm -hmm. I actually walk people through how to begin identifying exactly what you said. When you get quiet, notice what's your physiology telling you? Yes. And think about the people you're around. Mm-hmm. the ambiance, the task that you're doing, every little thing that you're involved in, notice how your body's responding, where there's constriction, there's something that's not in agreement. Exactly. Yes. Where there's flow, you're in agreement. And that these are the clues that tell you where you need to make some shifts and changes, yeah. what needs to be communicated. Mm-hmm. And that applies in every area of your life, even your environment. If you find yourself in environments where you feel you're always triggered, pay attention to that. Maybe it's time for you to let go. Maybe it's time for you to move forward. Maybe that relationship is not for you. Maybe you need to work on that. That's every area of our lives. It's about slowing down and really focusing and paying attention to yourself. It's Mm -hmm. not selfish at all because the thing about it is, I always say, I love my family. I love all this. And I love, I say that for years, even when I was going through my survival. 
But when I really started coming back to my heart and knowing who I was, I thought I loved my family. I know I love my family because I love myself enough to know how to give love. Yes. And don't you think we teach people how to treat us and how to love us based on how we love ourselves? Yeah. Oh, it's just a reflection. How people treat us, it's a reflection of how we're treating ourselves. Oh my God, yes, yes. And people don't like to accept that, but it's the truth. You teach people how to treat you. So the day that you start creating the value for yourself, watch how everything shifts. Because there's some things that you do that you will no longer tolerate because now you're creating the value for yourself. You're starting to know yourself better. Like I had, I didn't have the best habits. So when I started becoming a better person, there's some things I didn't tolerate. There are people who I had to let go. So you know what that does? When people come in front of me, I know who I am. And the way I treat myself, they don't have to second guess. They know Isabel probably won't tolerate that. Mm-hmm. Or she'll probably, you know, somebody else will call me a name. Don't even deal with her. I'm okay with that. Because I have to treat myself correctly. I teach people how to treat me. So when people walk around saying, these people are treating me so bad. No, honey, you are teaching them how to treat you because they keep stepping on you and you keep doing the same thing. You keep going back. So you are not valuing yourself. Don't expect other people to value you. Yeah, that can be really hard to hear. It's very hard to hear. It can be very (laughs) hard to hear. Especially coming from a woman who's been abused because I was an abused woman, right? Being an abused woman, what normally happens is that when the person abuses you, You go back to the perpetrator. Mm -hmm. And then I wonder why you're hitting me again. But the last time I hit you, you came back to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm just speaking. This is honestly my truth. I had to go through all these things because I said, why? Why me? Why is it constantly me? Why was I in this? Why was I constantly in this relationship or relationships that are abusive? Well, because I allowed it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because when it happened, The person will apologize and then I'll say, okay, it'll get better. And I go right back to that person. There's no way they will treat me differently because by me constantly going back and I know it's hard. It was me showing that I don't value myself. Mm -hmm. I was just showing them how to treat me according to how I treated myself. Mm -hmm. Well, great admiration for you, Isabel. I was just thinking that of the the three pillars of longevity that you have, the body, mind, spirit, it's so buzzwordy, right? Those three, body, mind, spirit, it's, it's so buzzwordy, but it's really ground, it's actually very much so grounded in science today. I love the work of HeartMath that's grounded the breathing techniques with mm-hmm. the wisdom of the heart and the thoughts, grounding that in research. And it's really just as simple. The way that you connect the three is through the breath. It's through the breath. And through our beliefs, right? Can you speak in a little bit to the mind pillar? Yeah. The mind pillar has evolved for me as time has gone because it's truly what you believe about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also believe that while the mind is very powerful, it can never comprehend what your heart knows. Because it's afraid of what the heart knows out of protection. And exactly. And the mind will always protect you. Yeah. And most of us have grown up, of course, as I mentioned earlier, conditioned, taught to think, feel. 
So we grow up not thinking good enough about ourselves and, you know, we have this negative like thought process. Whatever you believe about yourself is how you live your life. There's no, there's no ends, buts. We can't even cut nothing through that. It, that's just what it is. Whatever you think about yourself is how you're going to show up in life. So it's important to really sit down and reflect on who you are. This is where journaling for me sometimes works well. Although most of the time when I journal for me, it's the heart. I'm a heart girl. I believe the heart never goes wrong. I lead with my heart and the mind follows. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, so this is the time where it truly just, it's those limiting beliefs that I talked about when you read about my bio. We have to eradicate those because we're told you're not good enough. You can't do this. You can't. So we grow up thinking all these things and then it becomes our story. And then also another thing that I want to include with the mind is our thoughts come from our emotions. So the reason why I tell people to lead with their heart is because I want you to start to feel your emotions, whether you're angry, sad, happy, or joyful, whatever, because when we suppress our emotions, they're not going anywhere. All they're doing is they're going to our thoughts. That's why sometimes you find yourself overthinking or you're feeling a certain way, you're upset about something and your mind is just that saboteur. Mm -hmm. The judge is telling you, you're not good enough. Like when I was starting my coaching business, the imposter syndrome, it was like me, we were fighting with the imposter syndrome, (laughs) right? Because although I knew I'm capable of doing it in my mind, I still didn't think I didn't believe I was good enough to do it. Wow. Aren't we so glad you overcame that belief? (laughs) I'm glad you rewrote that. That was important. Yeah. Yeah. But your thoughts are very important. It it truly is because we're always, we have something that's judging us. We all have our different strengths. You have people who are high achievers, who are comforters. For me, I, I was a people pleaser. So as my people pleasing was my strength and my weakness. So in my mind, it's like, if I'm not pleasing people, I'm not good enough. And I believed that. So our thoughts are really important. What you think about yourself, what you believe about yourself is exactly how you're going to show up in life. Yeah, that's so true. And one of the things that can be we can become curious about is when we get quiet, and I love that you said no judgment. I, I think somewhere you said no judgment. Yeah. Be tender with yourself. So when we get quiet without judgment and only with curiosity, we can begin to listen to what are the thoughts yes, and pay attention to the, the thoughts you're telling yourself, because that's the way you can begin to deconstruct them mm-hmm. and turn them around. And I would point our listeners to the work of Byron Katie. I love her. Who has, yeah, the process called The Work. I'll put that in the show Mm -hmm. notes. A really interesting process that allows you to turn your thoughts around. But you have to know what your thoughts are in order to, you've got to know what your beliefs are in order to turn them around and be set free. Exactly. So you have to be still enough to really know who you are understand your beliefs. And for me, it's important understand where you come from. I'm not talking about the state, the location or whatever. No, as a being, mm-hmm. right? What source do you come from? What is it that, that you can believe in that's bigger than yourself that will allow you to lift up from where you're at? Because we live two lives. We have a life where 
everything that we're doing is what we've been told to do and told to mm -hmm. be. But the thing with that life, it leaves us stuck. Mm -hmm. So when you start to change your thoughts, like you are mentioning, it allows you to open up to new possibilities, mm -hmm. open up to new opportunities. Mm -hmm. But if we keep thinking and believing and staying in that same cycle of who we've been trained and taught to be, you will always be stuck because you will continue telling yourself a story. I'm going to tell you this really quick. I always tell this to my friends. One thing I realize is that Jesus, whether you read the Bible or not, I'm just, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm not right. He always said everything that he said after I am was positive. I am the light. I am the way. I am the truth. So when you start having those thoughts, do your best to shift that. If something is telling you in your mind, you're thinking you're not good enough, tell yourself I am good enough. Mm -hmm. Just start saying it out loud. Yeah. If you're not feeling worthy, I'm worthy. I am worthy. I am. That's what I used to do. I am worthy. I'm God's child. I'm worthy. And then eventually it's like going to the gym. You're building that muscle, right? And then you start changing the narrative. Yes. Mm -hmm. It is going to the neuro gym, the neuroplasticity mm -hmm. gym, because you are literally building new neuro pathways. Yes. And we can do yeah. that. I mean, we live in this modern time that where we have so many pressures on us and if you will, assaults at, at that stillness. But we also live in this very exciting time where we have so much information in terms of our own biology, our neurology. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's super exciting to know, you know, you really, it's not pseudo self-help that we're suggesting. No. It actually is real. It's real. Mm -hmm. It's real. It's not, I mean, like these are practical things and this is real. If you do it, it will work for you, but it is everything. Our lives are a reflection of what we think and believe about ourselves. Mm -hmm. If you look at your life today, the choices that you've made is truly a reflection of what you believe and what you think about yourself. And it's a process. It doesn't change overnight. Mm -hmm. You got to start small, mm -hmm. one step at a time. When you're having those moments, change the conversation, change the story in your head. Whether you believe it at that moment or not, say it anyway. You say it enough, you will start to believe it. Mm -hmm. I think that's a beautiful place to close the conversation. This is great. Yeah, that, that is really beautiful. And Isabel... What does feeling younger while growing older mean to you? Freedom. Freedom. Peace. Mm -hmm. And joy. It's mm -hmm. not about how I look externally. It's about how I feel internally. Mm -hmm. It's about how I treat myself. Right? Mm -hmm. I mentioned it earlier. The most healthy relationship you can have and the most important relationship you can have is with yourself. So even as we're, going, we're getting older... You can still be young at heart. Mm -hmm. Really, we're supposed to be kids till the day we die. Do the things you want to do. Don't care about what people are going to say something about you, whether you sit at home and do nothing or whether you become the best at everything that you do. So why not just go at it? Mm -hmm. Live your life, right? But if you listen to your voice, if you come back to your heart, if you find time for stillness, and most importantly, taking care of your three pillars. You don't have to go hard in the gym, take a walk, right? 
your mind affirmations or start reading different things that will allow your mind to change, your body, walk, do a little bit of movement, right? Motion creates emotion. The more you move, the more it lights up your emotion inside and your spirit be still, listen to your voice, journal, whoever you believe in, connect to that, tap into that, but know that you're enough. Have fun. Live now. Have fun. And the more you live on the inside, it automatically takes care of the outside. Well, that is a beautiful synopsis of the conversation, Isabel. Thank you so much. Thank you for being a guest. It's been really delightful to have you with us for this episode. I am so honored. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for joining me on the Vital You podcast. If you like it, please spread the love with a review and share it with your friends. As a thank you for the first three months of my podcast, one reviewer each month will be selected to win a sleeve of LifeWave X39 stem cell activation patches. LifeWave's X39 patch is the only product on the market that resets the body's own stem cells so they behave like younger, healthier cells without injections, chemicals, or pharmaceuticals. Experience the power of the patch on your journey of feeling younger while growing older. To be entered to win, leave a review, screenshot your review, and send it to Dana at DanaFrost.com or pop it into a direct message on Instagram at DanaFrostVitallyFree. Don't miss a Vitally You episode drop. Sign up for my newsletter on my website or Instagram link tree. Until next time, streaming love from my heart to yours.